0: I have to critique Coleman Hughes and he, I believe writes for the Manhattan Institute. He, um, he's a black guy and he's done several high profile interviews. He has a YouTube channel. He interviews people, but I have to say um, I'm not a fan of his, of this one take right here. And this is, He posts a Twitter thread and let's just see if I can find it. Let me, I do think that the uh, language that he uses is very, very important here. Okay. Here's the beginning of the tweet thread. Uh, Hold on. Number one, I'm not angry about Biden basing his Supreme court decision on race and gender. And I've put my finger on why. So anger is an emotional response. So he's trying to, it looks like he's trying to analyze, right, his anger or why he's not angry. So he doesn't have a negative response. Coleman Hughes does not have a negative response when Biden bases his Supreme Court decision on race and gender. So now he's trying to like dissect why he feels this way. Uh, so he's, he's going to dissect, um, and that's fine, right? We all have emotions. We all want to figure out what, why we're feeling certain emotions. But I, I think that, um, I think this is fine to analyze your emotions, but you're, you're putting your emotions first versus trying to think through principles this is just my immediate reaction maybe i'm wrong okay so i'm not going to interrupt anymore i'm just going to read the whole thing number one coleman hughes i'm not angry about biden basing his supreme court decision on race and gender and i've put my finger on why number two the decision process behind nominating a supreme court justice has always been secretly non-merocratic and it will always remain non-merocratic so long as it is a backroom, in quotes, decision made by the POTUS, the president. Number three, presidents don't have the expertise to distinguish between candidates that are already in the top 1% of qualifications. So the ultimate decision is always based on non-merocratic factors. Colon who has the right friends, who engages in flattery, who owes who a favor. Number four, because the decision process has always been, quote, secretly non-merocratic, it doesn't upset me that Biden is making it openly non-merocratic. Number five, compare this to something like college admissions which really could be meritocratic if we would just stop discriminating against students based on race, legacy, status, and all the rest. That's why affirmative action upsets me, but Biden's decision doesn't. Whoa. (laughs) Wow. Um... And this is an independent, I put independence in quote, but this is a guy that supposedly thinks for himself in the black community, right? This is a guy that supposedly doesn't believe in reparations for blacks. So this guy, um, he's doing his best, right? He, he's, he's doing his best. But he thinks that he thinks that secretly it's been non-merocratic. Well, does he, he doesn't define that. But then he says it's non bureaucratic because it's impossible for presidents to distinguish between candidates. Does he not realize the resources that presidents have? Does he think that it's just the president making this decision? And it's not the president making this decision. It's the president who nominates. Who nominates? Sorry, this decision. It's the it's the Senate, right, that confirms it. Um. <clears throat> So, because he thinks it's always been secretly non-Maricratic, it doesn't it doesn't upset him that Biden is is um, doing it openly, he says. But there's a difference between Maricratic and discriminating based off of race. Um, see, so see, he says he's not he doesn't like affirmative action because it discriminates against race. Well, if you don't want if you do not like the concept of discriminating against race. Biden is specifically discriminating against race. When he eliminates everyone except a black female, he's also discriminating based on sex. That is a fact. You're eliminating 95% or more of the potential candidates. You're discriminating based off a of physical characteristic because that's how you're eliminating them. Uh, I don't see how Coleman doesn't get this. He's trying to bring in meritocracy and argue that the process isn't merit, merit, uh, based off merit alone or based off merit at all. I think everyone sort of intuits that, like it's, it's become very political and you wanna get somebody in there that, that have, shares your ideology. <clears throat> and there's no, I mean, so there's standardized tests to, to be objective right, to have a sort of objective standard. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about, Colgan. We're not talking about how do we how do we make this process objective? How would it be objective? Um, it's not going to be. It's not going to be perfectly objective. You can't just give these Supreme Court justices some kind of IQ test, right? I mean, you could in theory, but that's not how we pick them. We pick them based off of... Um, usually their, their resume, right, which is just a a summary of what they've done, like, what are their reasoning abilities? If I was going to pick a justice who, what did, Coleman asked, what does the Supreme Court justice do? They're on the court for life, they're there to interpret the Constitution, make sure that, that um, anything that is ruled in court of law, um, passes, it's not unconstitutional. That's what they're there for. They were there to analyze the the rule of law, right? I'm sorry, the law, and make sure it's constitutional. Make very important decisions. Now, there's not really just, like, a test for that. You just, I think you just sort of read briefs these people have made. Usually they've been judges. You see how they've ruled. You see how, if they seem fair. Um, you see if the reasoning makes sense, I think, mainly. And you see if they are willing to uphold the constitution and when they're, they're clearly just violating it. Um, I'd ask Coleman, you know, is he upset that a lot of Biden justices, whenever they, whenever they seem to appoint them to lower courts, they seem to not be able to even define what is racial discrimination. Does that bother him? I mean, does he think that that's an issue? I have to say i'm not impressed with coleman hughes um i have i have listened to some of his stuff his art his interview he did with uh charles murray i thought was pretty good but i thought it did tip it did show me that he has a bias and that bias is uh he was analyzing um what charles book charles murray's book said uh, which is that Charles would say that we should be honest about the differences in, in um, IQ and crime rates uh, between you know different races, and talk about it openly. Coleman wanted to suppress this. He he didn't really deny it, but he didn't actually say that he agreed with it. But he 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 said that even if he believed it was true, and and he he just wants to to not talk about it in polite company because what does it do to black kids? And Col- and Charles Murray said, well, you know, everything, the problem is why we need to talk about it is because white people are being blamed for everything that goes wrong with black people and everything is being called, uh, racism, right? That whites are being blamed and they're tired of it. And it's not true that you, you can't blame everything on white people. Coleman didn't have a good answer. His one track focus of this interview was what, what, do, what, what are black kids going to grow up with if this is sort of talked about and debated? That on average, blacks have lower IQ and higher crime rates, um, and that's just an average. That's not talking about the individuals. But he was so obsessed with the from, from the black point of view. And this other guy, McWhorter, wrote a wrote an article or a book that said CRT is bad because it hurts black people. So again, this black centering, this this idea that blacks are that everything should be should be passed through this black lens. And I get it, they're black. So they kind of have this, this natural inclination to view things from the black perspective. And I get it, you know, uh, that's a bias that you have. But not even being able to see that and not even be able to think about um, or at least acknowledge that CRT probably helps blacks. It doesn't actually hurt them, right? Um because it, it tells white people that they should self-sacrifice for blacks, and that they should get used to it, and give, you know, be okay with blacks getting affirmative action, and getting being okay with blacks getting preference for any kind of COVID treatment, being okay with blacks getting the promotion uh, when they don't really deserve it, when they haven't, um, you know, the promotion or the salary increase, you know, just to fill a quota, just to fill a diversity quota. Uh yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how anyone reads this quote treat from Coleman Hughes and thinks this guy understands anything about racial discrimination. I don't know where he he got this meritocratic idea, uh, but he's he's focused on the wrong stuff. Doesn't even define his terms. Maybe he's written about this further because i really do want to get into this guy's head or i want him to debate somebody um because he's trying to justify right why biden can discriminate and choose a black female for the supreme court justice and why that's not racial discrimination and he actually never actually says that although he implies it because he says he doesn't like it when it's applied to affirmative action he doesn't like race discrimination with affirmative action but doesn't even seem to realize that the black female justice that gets nominated is going to be an affirmative action justice and he distracts himself by trying to say well is it merocratic? um you know or is it just political well of course it's political but just because it's political usually you would think okay you kind of want the best judge. Like, yeah, you want somebody who aligns with your ideology to vote the way that you want to vote, you know? Agrees with you about abortion, about the wealth gap or whatever. But you still want the best. You still want a good, somebody good who can reason, who got good marks maybe, I don't know. There's still some, you can still say, you can still say that's, that some judges or some law students or some attorneys are better than others. They're just, they're just better. They're better at reasoning. They're better at arguing. They have won more cases. They have, have written more briefs that have been referenced. They have convinced more people. They, uh, they have consistently um, up, um, called out laws that violate the Constitution, So anyways, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe he'll debate somebody on this very topic. I'd love to hear, I'd love to see or hear what this guy says, uh, in reaction to some of these, these arguments that I'm at least making.